You're listening to the Future Sense podcast. You can find us online at futuresense.it. Welcome to episode 135 of Future Sense, covering the 2020 US presidential election and including a warning of impending economic disruption. I'm your host, Steve McDonald. From a big picture perspective, it's important to remember that we're moving deeper into a global change process that's ultimately going to take us forward to a better and more peaceful world. By keeping that in mind, it'll be easier to navigate the inevitable delays and disruptions. And the more that we can see and understand the ups and downs of this long-term change process, the easier it's going to be to, to ride those waves. Like any birthing process, it's messy and somewhat painful at times. For a while, disruption is going to be the new normal. We need to get used to that. The next few months in particular may require some thoughtful planning on your part to avoid the global economic and social impacts of the US presidential election. These won't only be limited to the United States. America has a rather unusual electoral process, and when the American people vote on the 3rd of November, their vote won't actually elect the president. It's a guide and a precursor to the U.S. Electoral College vote, which actually makes the final decision. When the U.S. general public votes for a presidential candidate, what they are actually doing is guiding the electors from each state to cast their votes accordingly for the same candidate. And the Electoral College involves 538 electors who all cast their deciding vote around the middle of December. These electors are guided by the result of the popular vote, but they're not absolutely bound to follow that guidance. And there have been five times in America's history when presidential candidates who actually lost the nationwide popular vote were then elected president by the Electoral College vote. The last time that happened, of course, was in 2016 with Donald Trump. Trump lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton by... 2.1% in 2016, and then he won the Electoral College vote by 304 votes to Clinton's 227. And in that Electoral College voting system, you require 270 votes to win. So we won't actually know who the next president of the United States is until after the Electoral College vote, which happens in mid-December this year. Given the extremely polarised political climate in the USA since the last presidential election, one of the biggest challenges this year is whether the opposition and the general public will actually accept the election result. Since Trump was elected, we've seen extreme polarisation between his government and the opposition, plus fragmentation within the major parties. There have been almost continuous attempts to remove it from office, and another Trump win may well result in more extreme measures, including civil unrest and violence. According to Martin Armstrong of Armstrong Economics, this will be, quote, the most corrupt, manipulated and fraudulent election in US history and the most violent since the 1960s, end quote. In a 2019 study from the University of Cambridge's Centre for the Future of Democracy, which has tracked views on democracy since 1995, the results showed that general satisfaction with the state of democratic systems had risen from 48% to 58%, the highest level ever recorded. Of course, the conduct of US elections has come under heavy criticism in the past, and there are some good reasons why this election result could be challenged. 
Already there have been problems with postal voting and ID requirements. Discarded postal votes for Trump were found in Pennsylvania, for example. And in some states, there's no requirement to prove your citizenship or show photo ID when you're voting. In fact, there's no uniform federal law at all regarding postal ballots. The rules vary quite widely between different states. In Brooklyn, almost 100,000 voters received absentee ballot papers with the wrong name on them, which could have resulted in them not being counted, and that was put down to a printing error. Plus, the FBI is investigating what they call ballot harvesting in some states due to a law that allows people to collect and submit ballots on behalf of other people. I'm sure also you would remember the Cambridge Analytica scandal from the last election about psychological manipulation of US voters. Well, in June this year, a report published on the website uh, independent.co.uk said former Cambridge Analytica staff were working on Donald Trump's 2020 re-election campaign. You might remember that Cambridge Analytica was closed down after being subjected to extreme media scrutiny following the 2016 presidential election. And this article claims that some of their staff went to work for another company called Data Propria, which is currently supporting the Trump 2020 campaign. I do think it's highly likely the Democrats will employ uh, similar technology this time around too. So those are just a few issues that could fuel claims of a corrupted electoral process and lead to some trouble. When it comes to economic predictions and analysis, one of my trusted sources is Armstrong Economics. You can check them out at armstrongeconomics.com. And the founder, Martin Armstrong, is a bit of a paradox. He has developed a most amazing computer algorithm, which has a really good record of prediction, and I'll give you some examples in a moment. But his blog is full of grammatical errors, and I know that he uses voice recognition software and clearly doesn't have anybody check or edit that transcription before it uh, is published. So if you do go to his site and see his blog and and wonder what the hell is this, um, just know that his own personal opinion and his own blogging sits apart from the results of his computer algorithm. And he's often very, very specific about that himself. He says, don't listen to my opinion, look at the computer's results. So just be aware of that. His algorithm takes into account uh, complex overlapping time cycles and they, or it rather successfully predicted Trump's victory against the polls at the time. And it actually predicted a 2016 presidential election third party win way back in 1985. And of course, Trump not being a career party politician, he was effectively an outsider like a third party. The algorithm successfully predicted the Brexit vote, which again was contrary to the polls at the time. And back in 2012, it predicted this year's January economic downturn as part of an ongoing economic confidence cycle. And uh, this is the nature of his algorithm. It it is composed of complex overlapping time cycles. Uh, So it's not just one sort of uh, mathematical pattern, but a number of different patterns which are overlaid. They're all based on years and years of historical research that Martin did around uh, currency issues and economics across civilizations going way back to, uh, to ancient times, even BC times. So here's what the Armstrong Economics Predictive Algorithm says about the 2020 US presidential election. It says that Trump should win, but that it will be a very tight margin for the popular vote He should win the Electoral College vote fairly clearly, they expect. 
If the Democrats do win, their policies will seriously damage the economy and they will lose power in 2022. And the earliest the popular vote result may be released to the general public may be the week of 23 November. So that's um, almost three weeks after the actual vote. Now, remember I said earlier in this episode that Armstrong Economics were expecting this to be the most corrupt election in US history. So it's possible that their prediction that Trump wins the, the vote may well be correct, but that somehow the, the results are corrupted. Uh, in other words, anything can happen. Armstrong Economics is saying that functioning government has ceased to exist. That sounds familiar to me. And they're saying we should expect increasing government dysfunction and aggression into 2032. And you might remember if you're a regular listener that I've been saying for quite some time, I expect 2032 to be a significant tipping point in this long-term change process. Of course, dysfunctional governments aren't restricted to the United States. This is happening all over the world. And it's just one example of the widespread systems dysfunction that we're seeing from old paradigm social systems, which were designed before the internet existed and just can't cope with the complexity. Back to Armstrong Economics now. They're observing that a sovereign debt crisis is absolutely central to the political chaos that we're seeing at the moment. And of course, the pandemic this year has massively increased that debt problem. Now, this is really important to note. They're forecasting a global market panic from November and on into February 2021. A global market panic from November and into February 2021. And they say this is the first time ever that there's been a global market correlation with the US presidential election. So it's the first time their computer algorithm has shown a common pattern between what's happening in the global markets and what's happening with the US election in the United States. And my comment to that would be that the global value shift is really the overall uh, driving mechanism at the moment. And of course, it's influencing everything uh, in a similar way. Back to Armstrong. Uh, they claim that no side will accept a loss in this election regardless of who wins. And that, of course, is a massive problem. And we saw that to some degree with the 2016 election, uh, but this time it sounds more extreme. And Armstrong Economics is predicting that civil unrest will escalate following the election. In conclusion from, from their report, they're saying this looks like the beginning of the last term for the current US political system. A fundamental change is forecast for 2024 and one possibility raised by Martin Armstrong himself is a shift away from democracy to some form of dictatorship within the United States, which is very concerning. The Electoral College prediction that their algorithm has made indicates that it's easier for Trump to win in this election. The popular vote uh, on the other hand, is a 50-50 chance it could go either way. But as we saw in 2016, even if Trump loses that, he may still win the Electoral College. Now, if you'd like to look more deeply into their predictions, they have produced a report called 2020 US Elections and Beyond, which is for sale on their website, armstrongeconomics.com. And when the show is published, I will send out that link, a link directly to the report in social media. So watch for that. To close off this episode, I want to give my own warning of economic disruption following the US popular vote on the 3rd of November. 
It's very rare that I give specific warnings like this, but this is an exception, so please listen in. This is not financial advice, and it's not specific to any particular country or location. Take into account your own local life conditions, and please make your own assessment to decide on what action you might need to take. It is likely that there will be global economic disruption sometime after the popular vote occurs in the USA on the 3rd of November. So not just in the USA, but globally. In terms of likely timing, the period from the 10th to the 15th of November includes a series of powerful astrological alignments, including Jupiter conjunct Pluto on the 12th of November, which carries a very karmic energy. In other words, it suggests rewards for good deeds and retribution for anything that's been done with a lack of integrity. And Pluto's influence can be very, very harsh in that respect. Also, Mars, which has been retrograde recently, goes direct on the 13th of November, which suggests an end to delays and the beginning of action. My assessment is the most likely time for the start of significant economic disruption will be around the middle of November. In my view, this means potential stock market crashes and potential disruptions to banking services around the world. I've also received warning of potential power outages during this time, which would take out electronic payment systems, resulting in periods when you will need cash. This period of probable disruption aligns with Martin Armstrong's predicted market panic cycles, running from November through to February 2021. So that's the warning. Please listen carefully. You can listen to that over again if you would like to and uh, make your own assessment, as I said, as to what you might need to do given your local conditions wherever you are living in the world. That's it for this episode. Each episode now has its own webpage at futuresense.it where you can listen and also find a transcript and any links related to the show. The latest shows will have a transcript up to within a few days of publishing and we're working through our back catalogue at the moment and gradually including transcripts for each of the past shows. Please take care now wherever you might be listening and thanks for tuning in to Future Sense. You've been listening to the Future Sense podcast brought to you by the non-profit agency for advanced development of integrative intelligence, part of the RD Mesh Foundation. You can find us online at futuresense.it where you can subscribe for free and also link to our social media accounts on Twitter and Facebook.